Welcome to Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. I'm Liren. Well, I'm still a little hoarse and raspy, but I'm back. It feels good to try to get back in the swing of making a podcast, and I spent today thinking about what this episode was going to be, and I had so many ideas. I got some really awesome comments that I want to share first. I have some messages I want to share that are older, that are from before I went to the convention, but I'm going to go ahead and share these because I'm going to need to actually plan out my responses to the other ones just to make sure I don't miss anybody. But I wanted to throw these up here because these are recent and I thought they were funny and I love getting comments and I really appreciate you guys sending them. The first one is from Colin over at Spike Pit and he sent this after my episode last Monday when I still had a voice right after I got back from the convention and I thought it was so wonderful and I was so disappointed that I couldn't respond to it right away. Hi Liren, it's Spike Pit and wow, what a heartwarming story. First thing in the morning whilst I'm doing the washing up before going to work. Couldn't believe it, you've really caught me off guard. <laughs> oh God, almost a lump in my throat as I'm listening. So happy that you had a great time and it was a kind of con romance by the sounds of things <laughs> anyway good to have you back and yeah just just really stoked for you glad you kind of rediscovered some of that magic i must admit it was a bit of a shock to the system to come back and jump right back into the babysitting and the work and the running around and the not seeing each other but it really was great to get away together, and I enjoyed it so much I can't wait until the next time, even if it isn't until February. The next comment is from the energetic and always thoughtful Happy Whisk. Thank you, Ivy. You know, I cannot believe I'm still raspy with this over a week later. Normally I don't stay sick, so this must have been a nasty bug. Even with all of my elderberry syrup and my wellness formula, I can only imagine what it would have been without that. Yikes! Luckily, no one else in my family seems to have caught it. Unfortunately, here in Optima Studios, there is no wood for me to knock on, so we're just going to have to hope for the best. The next comment came from Spencer, and I thought it was so funny you made me laugh out loud, Spencer. <laughs> I'm always really happy to get comments from you. Thank you. Hey, great to have you back, Liren. Um, I've got a stinking cold right now. Why is it that a man with a blocked nose sounds so unappealing, yet a woman with a husky voice? Well, you know the rest. Um, fresh eggs. Nothing like fresh eggs, is there? Just that. Glowing orange yolk. Oh, you can't beat them poached. Just maybe a little bit of pepper on them. Fantastic. Um, but as I say, great to have you back. And uh, just uh, keep those call-ins coming in. I can't imagine anybody would be irritated receiving a call-in from you. Take care. Oh, Spencer, you sound so sick, you poor thing. I hate when I get all congested like that. 
this thing that I've had has been mostly just in my voice box, oddly. It wasn't really even in my chest. So I guess I got lucky that way. I don't know. It just makes me want to mail you a cool mist diffuser and some Olbus oil to put in it and some elderberry syrup and some Source Naturals wellness formula. I hope that you get better soon. Thank you so much for the encouragement about people being happy to receive comments from me. You know, I am just reminding myself that I want to be part of the community, and if people don't want to respond, they won't. I'm not worried about that. So if I have something to share, I'm going to share it. And I guess if people don't respond, maybe eventually I'll stop, but I probably won't just because that's kind of how I roll. You know, I, if I'm going to be part of something, I want to be part of it. And if someone doesn't want to hear from me, I hope that they'll let me know and I'll leave them alone. Anyway, thank you so much, Spencer. I really appreciate it, especially when it sounds like you are so sick, you poor thing. The next couple of messages are from Dave Aldridge over at Deeper Percentile. And I have to tell you, I love these messages. I laughed when I listened to them, especially I just I love bagpipes. And so does Jeff, my husband. So I was so excited to receive these messages. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to send them. Hey, Lauren, it's Dave. Uh, this is my first message, I think. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's my first message, but I think it is. Uh, I just want to say I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're recovering. I'm really chuffed about your, uh, your eggs, your egg news. Um, and I also wanted to say the, 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 the guest pirate guy you had on, you want to get him back on. He was a riot. Uh, I listened in my car, so I had this idea that I was going to leave a message um, <laughs> speaking for the pirate minority, explaining how offending I wa- offended I was by the funny voice. But, you know, I was in my car and uh, the moment passed, so you didn't get it. But I, I, I would be very surprised if you haven't got a bunch of anchor- anchorite messages giving it Anyway, I've got to stop now. I'm on Westminster Bridge because I'm on my way to a reception in the Houses of Parliament because that's how we roll in the UK. Uh, And I'll catch you soon. Hey, Dave. I agree. That pirate guy is pretty cool, isn't he? (laughs) I love hearing about his backstory. You know, it's funny because I just enjoy uh, talking to people about their story in general. One of the things I loved about the convention was talking to people about how they got into gaming and stuff like that. And more than once I thought, man, I wish there was an easy way for me to just record these conversations. And then I thought, what are you doing, man? Just like be friendly. You don't have to like publish everything. So I don't think I'm going to turn into the crazy, you know, microphone lady quite yet. Speaking of eggs, today we got four more eggs. Yes, we did. And one of them is so dark. You know, it's funny. The other seven have all been this pale tan color that's perfect in uniform. And we got one today that was deep chocolatey brown. So I don't know who's laying those, but that was a really cool one. We actually printed out a calendar to keep track of how many eggs we're getting every day just because we're nerds like that. And so, you know, if we get, I mean, we have nine hens. So if we get four eggs a day, which means roughly half of them lay an egg every day, We are going to have so many freaking eggs. And it's funny because if you look online, Australorps have this crazy record for laying 360 eggs in 365 days or something like that. So 
I don't know, we may have over-egged ourselves here, but we have plenty of people at work and friends to give them to, so I'm not too worried about the fate of the eggs. They are still so little and teeny and cute, though. I just, I get so tickled when I see one, and we put them all in a little clear plastic egg holder, and I took pictures of them. Isn't that ridiculous? I am so silly sometimes. Anyways, it's so exciting that we're finally getting eggs. I'm just silly excited about that. Also, you know, I love your idea about what you were going to send. That would have been awesome. And even the thank you for sharing that you thought about doing that. I actually told Jeff about that and he laughed out loud, which let me tell you is kind of a rare occurrence. So that was awesome. Thank you. And I have to tell you also, oh my gosh, how cool is the background noise on your message to me? I mean, I don't know. I live in the middle of nowhere, you know, so my background noises are usually, you know, the in the heat of summer, the frogs that make kind of long, low, whiny sounds or the night sounds, which are usually tree frogs, not usually crickets because it's so hot here. And it's, it's just crazy to me to think about living somewhere with like traffic noise like that around you and you're just going to work. Although you said you were going to Parliament. Wow, that's awesome. You know, I can remember one time I was in elementary school and we took a field trip to the Michigan State Senate. And I can't remember exactly who was in session, but it was all so somber and proper in such a fancy building. And, and you know, it's strange to me that I don't think my son has ever been in a chamber of government. I need to fix that. Anyway, thank you so much for that message. Now I'm going to play the next one. Oh, another one from Amelia, and just because, I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but I'm going to go nearer. But in the middle of Westminster Bridge, I'm looking out over the Thames, there's a guy playing bagpipes, because that's how we roll in the UK. So I'm going to give you a little dose as I go past. Here we go. There you go. Live from London. Catch you soon. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. I thought I heard bagpipes faintly in the background of the other one. And I was like, is someone playing that on the radio? That is crazy that you just walked by like a live bagpiping dude. You know who loves bagpipes also? Jeff does. So I know he's going to love listening to that message. Thank you so much for sharing. I love little tidbits like that. You know, guys, anyone who's listening, if you have a little slice of your life that you want to share, I would love to hear it. I just find stuff like that fascinating. You know, one of the things I noticed, a Colin has sent me a couple of messages where I've heard a rooster crowing in the background. And he mentioned before that he lives um, near his mom and she has chickens and she has a rooster that crows. So it's funny since he said that I've been listening for it and a couple of times I've caught it. Also, sometimes when he's driving his truck and his... Um, what are they called? Oh my goodness. Uh, not shears that he carries on his dash that rattle. I, I hear them and I always think of him with a giant scythe, you know, out there scything down wilds of England. Or when Hobbes has his GPS on and he cuts it off before it continue, it finishes telling us exactly where he is. I always think that's funny. Anyway, I really appreciate you guys. I am so happy to be back and I'm loving catching up. And I have to tell you that the malodorous miasma guy, TJ, oh my gosh, he is 
funny, funny, funny. And it was so funny to hear Dave so, so excited about his theme song. I just thought that was awesome. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's good when people can get the humor of things. And I also, I don't know if you guys look at Audio Dungeon on um, Discord, but I also think it's great that TJ actually said that he worries about going too far. So I think that, you know, that kind of satire, that kind of roasting can be so awesome and so flattering. And I know that, you know, Froth loved it and, uh, which is great. And I just think it's also great that TJ's thinking about that and wanting to make sure that he's not going too far, you know? So anyways, I am going to wrap this part for now and move on to the meat of this podcast. Hopefully there's not too much skipping in this recording. I know that it does that and I'm going to try to always use my audio recording, but in this case, when I'm responding to comments, I listen to the comment and then I respond. And that's really hard to do when I'm switching back and forth between apps. So Hopefully, Anchor is behaving itself today. We'll have to re-listen and find out. If not, I'll add a little addendum at the end for any of the important stuff that it skips. So, it is Tuesday, and usually Tuesday is Creativity Tuesday. And I have been thinking, really, ever since Colin sent me his ukulele piece, that I very, very much wanted to incorporate that into some kind of theme song. So... I asked him and he has given me permission to use it. And I am so, so excited. If I was British, I think I would say, I'm chuffed. (laughs) I don't even know if that's the exact right use of that word. Anyway, I'm going to play that ukulele clip again right now. And I have been, I've played it a few times over the last couple of days and just been thinking about do I just want to use that or does it need more? And I have to tell you that I don't think it needs more. I love it. It it really reminds me of my quiet little life, you know? I remember the first time I heard it when he first sent it to me and I I was I think I was in my yard the first time I heard it. And I just kind of stopped and went, "Oh my gosh." And Every time I listen to it, I think to myself, it reminds me of being here on my quiet little farm and kind of just the idle, you know, like um, idling around the yard or I don't know. When I listen to that ukulele piece, it really makes me think about going out to my garden really early in the morning and just looking through the leaves and seeing if there's any cucumbers and making sure there's no hornworms that need to be picked off the tomatoes because, oh my gosh, we found a honking huge hornworm on our tomato plant. And it's funny because he had been on there, he must have been on there a couple days, because we walked out there and you could see droppings everywhere where he had just been chowing down on this plant and the droppings were falling on the cucumber leaves at the base of the tomato plant. So... Anyway, we found him and we threw him out in the woods on a little stem of tomato because I think I've mentioned this before. They really make beautiful moths. Oh my goodness. So beautiful. I looked that up uh, years ago when I was gardening because someone mentioned it on the square foot gardening forum and oh, they are just gorgeous. You know, we have an outside light here and sometimes I'll come out at night 
and just look at what's flapping around the outside light or what's on the pole. And a couple times I've seen just gigantic like lunar moths or hawk moths up there. And I can't remember exactly which kind of moth a tomato hornworm turns into. I'll have to look that up and mention it another time. But anyway, I, I, I can't bring myself to kill them because the moths are just gorgeous. So we threw them out in the woods with a bit of tomato plant. I don't know if he'll make it or not. Sadly, I can't let him just eat my tomato. I know, right? I must not love him that much. But <laughs> there's a balance, right? I am going to play that ukulele piece again. And you know, I have to say at this point, I think I'm just going to use it straight up. No chaser. <laughs> no words. Nothing else. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if something grabs me. Uh, I will say that it being Creativity Tuesday, I actually a couple of times here lately have felt an urge to write a poem, which is weird. That only happens every couple of years, maybe. But I'll get this urge to write a poem. And, you know, it's funny because Ray Otis mentioned something about making my husband read a limerick about his thighs when he narrated my podcast for me that I wrote the script for. And I didn't do it because I didn't want to push too far. But it did get me thinking. I will tell you that. I never have been terribly good at lyrics or limericks, I mean. But it, it did get me thinking, and I have been, a couple times I'll be driving down the road and and just kind of thinking, I don't, I do that a lot because I drive so much. And when the kids are in the car, I don't listen to podcasts usually. There's only a handful I can listen to with them. Like, there's a couple gardening ones I listen to that are safe. They rarely swear on the gardening podcast, you know. So uh, I find myself thinking in rhythmic kind of, you know, verse, so... I don't know. We'll see if I write any of that down. If I do, I'll share it with you guys. I thought about recording that meditation tonight and it's really humid out here. I'm sitting out in Optima Studios and I'm like, yeah, the fact of the matter is I'm so distracted by the humidity and the discomfort of how humid it is out here that I don't think it's a good night for me to record that meditation. I will be doing that soon though. I did say something to my friend today who's an author about the fact I was going to do that. And she said, oh, I can only imagine if you did that in your raspy voice right now. Who knows? Maybe I'll do it tomorrow and I'll still have a little rasp left. I don't know. Tomorrow's edgy Wednesday. I don't know how edgy I'm going to be since I'm still not completely back on top of my game. I'm going to go ahead and play that ukulele piece now because I just want to hear it again right, right, right now. And then at the end, I'm going to roll some credits and remember to mention the names of people's podcasts. I keep mentioning people and not saying the names of their podcasts. So I'm going to do that this episode. as beautiful this time as it was. Thank you so much, Colin. So let me mention some podcast names. Uh, first of all, there was Colin, whose podcast is called Spike Pit. 
Then there was Spencer, whose podcast is called Keep Off the Borderlands. And you know, Spencer, I completely skipped over the fact that you mentioned eggs. I actually don't know how to poach an egg. I was probably 30 before I mastered over easy. So who knows? I'm 50 now. Maybe it's time to tackle poaching. (laughs) I know that Jeff would love that because he loves poached eggs. So maybe I'll give that a try. We had a message from Happy Whisk. Her podcast is called The Happy Whisk. Then let's see who was next. Dave Aldridge was next, who was on Deeper Centile. I mentioned Ray Otis gave me an idea. His podcast is called Plundergrounds. And oh, I mentioned Malodorous Miasma by TJ, but I actually remembered to mention the name of that one. Anyway, thank you for listening to this long ramble. I'm happy to be back with you. I'm so grateful for you guys' messages, and I hope that everyone is doing well. <laughs>